This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. Also, all of you that are watching me on social media, Welcome, as well as listening on our Warning Radio or Shortwave program. Welcome. This is actually a special interview coming from Stanwood, Washington in the Chapel of World Ministries International. My special guest is Richard McQuarrie. Is that correct? Uh, McQuarrie, yes. McQuarrie. And you're the ICRP State Committeeman. That is correct. Okay, why don't you tell the audience what does that represent? Yeah, uh, so a state committee man for the local Republican Party or the Democratic Party, both uh, parties do it the same way. A uh, state committee man and a state committee woman will represent the party on the state level. So we have 39 counties here in Washington State. I happen to represent Island County. And of those 39 counties, each one gets a state committee man, state committee woman, and a chair for their respective parties who then go over to the WSRP itself, the Washington State Republican Party on the state level. And that 117 people, since we have 39 counties, are the makeup of the actual party. They're the ones that decide who it is that we support, where it is the money goes, what the party's platform is, when we're going to hold our conventions and things of that nature. Okay, good. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm doing this program. Why? Because we're in trouble. The United States of America is in trouble. We're actually in a coup, a soft coup right now that could turn hard. We're in a Marxist communist takeover of the Constitution and Bill of Rights. They're trying to topple the Republic of the United States of America and move us into the New World Order. If you know anything about what's going on at all, the Democrats have basically moved into the arm of Marxism, communism, Black Lives Matter, which is nothing but a Marxist organization. If you donated, you were actually voting for the Democrats because the campaign donations went to support Democratic leaders. And Antifa, revolutionary organization, again, remember when they burnt down cities for months and months and months, nobody said a word on the Democratic Party. In fact, they said they have freedom of expression, freedom to march. Yet when Trump supporters went ahead and marched, some people got into the Capitol, which has turned into, it looks like there's a lot of sinister dealings going on in that investigation. Was Antifa and Black Lives Matter involved in it? And how many Democratic leaders were involved in it? How many set it up? It was a Trump campaign truly set up. Did they cheat in this campaign effort and steal the election? We're in trouble in the United States of America. And the only ones that can stop this insanity and this tyranny is if we elect proper leadership. And only the church can stop the takeover of the United States of America. 
You know, the purpose of God to the church is to reveal his glory over all the earth. That's Psalm 72, 19. Genesis 1, 26 and 28, Matthew 28, 19 and 20, Luke 19, 13, Matthew 5, 13. God tells Christians to take dominion, be salt, subdue, occupy, and make disciples of the inhabitants of the earth. If we are going to have freedom, Christians must rise up once again and lead this nation. John Quincy Adams said the glory of the revolution was the bonding of government and Christianity. John Jay, the first chief justice, one of the three authors of the Constitution, asserted, it's the duty of the nation to see that it has Christian leaders. In 1811, the Supreme Court ruled it was unconstitutional to remove the Bible from school curriculum, and the court sentenced the man to three months in jail who tried to remove it. Ladies and gentlemen, this nation was founded on the biblical principles of Jesus Christ on the Bible. 11 out of 13 original colonies, if you're going to run for office, you had to say, Jesus Christ was your Lord, your Savior, and your God. I have no doubt that if we don't do something right now, we lose America. And Richard, that's why you're on this program. Thank you so much for having me. Again, what do you do for the Republican Party? So for the local Republican Party, I was uh, elected as a PCO, which is a precinct committee officer, which is actually the most important elected position in Washington because these are the people who make up the party. So a precinct committee officer basically is the representative of that party for that precinct. Your job for your precinct, and I cover 301, which is the part of Camano Island that as soon as Camano Island becomes Camano Island from Stanwood, that's me. So I cover that precinct and I was elected to be the Republican representative. And my job is to keep Republicans informed, add people to the Republican party, help get the Republican message out and bring more people into the Island County Republican party. So what I do is I was not only elected as a PCO, through the PCOs, then they formed the Island County Republican Party, and then they voted to elect me as the state committee man. A state committee man is basically a PCO who votes in the Washington State Republican Party. So I became one of the 117 members of the Washington State Republican Party Central Committee. What I do is I make sure I'm representing Island well bringing the Republican interests of Island County to the Washington State Republican Party and also making sure the Washington State Republican Party is staying true to our values and making sure that that platform is something that we can still support. Wonderful. And ladies and gentlemen, as you know, on this warning radio program, television program, social media, I would not have somebody on if they weren't solid. Now, I've talked to them. I made sure they came in early. If you want to say vetted them, they're both truly Bible-believing Christians, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, born again, and they're concerned as we all should be with what is going on. We need to put the right people in office if we're going to stop the takeover of the United States of America. You might not understand it, but it is very serious. We've got to put the right people into office. What is going on right now in 2021 and 2022 for elections? Okay, so the biggest elections that we're focusing on and right now in 2021 our local city councils, and we're also focusing on school boards. I'm really excited about a couple of them. We've got a young lady named Danny Gaman who's running for Stanwood School Board here locally, and I think she's going to do a fantastic job. She's going to bring conservative values to Stanwood so that we can make it a little less woke, as they say. Yes, um, yes. And uh, we, uh, we also have Tracy Abel, who okay. is a very solid Christian conservative lady. She's running for school board because wow. she wants to make sure that our kids are able to go to school without having to wear a mask 
they're able to go to school and focus on education instead of some of the new curriculum that they're trying to bring in. And she wants to protect them from some of the worst parts of critical race theory and some of the sex ed stuff that they're trying to teach. She wants our schools to focus on math, English, science, history. That'd be a good one. I think a lot of people could use a history lesson. <laughs> yes. um, she's going to actually make our school board about the kids, and that's, that's right. going to be her focus. So I'm really excited about our school board candidates. We have a ton in Island County that we managed to get. And it's a nonpartisan position. So they're not running as Republicans or Democrats. These are just good people who actually care about the kids. And that's what we need. So ladies and gentlemen, again, we need to really put these right people into office. Your children are at stake. Do you want them all messed up? Being involved in alternate lifestyles, not understanding again what true sex is, where a boy might think he can be a girl. I mean, this is utter insanity. What races are we keeping an eye on in Island County on the state level then? So the biggest races that we're going to be keeping an eye on right now, as I said in 21, we've got the school boards and, and the city councils. We want to make sure that the school boards and city councils are a little bit more conservative than they are right now locally. And then in 2022, we've got a ton of races in Island County and you've got some here in Snohomish as well. Yes. In Island County, and I believe Snohomish is very similar, we have a sheriff race. We've got to keep our Republican sheriff. We have an assessor race. We just appointed a new Republican assessor. We want to make sure that uh, Bernie Upchurch gets reelected. We have an uh, auditor, and that is critical because that is how we make sure that our elections are being run fairly and accurately by having good auditors. We are going to have a new commissioner, hopefully. Janet St. Clair right now is our current commissioner, and we're hoping to replace her with a solid conservative. We're going to need a new prosecutor because our prosecutor, Greg Banks, is just terrible. This is a man who's called for the extermination of 38% of the population that's conservative. Oh he actually did that on Facebook while in the prosecutor's office. He uh, has compared all people who supported Trump to cicadas, to Klansmen said that we have diseased thinking that needs to be purified. He's using some very strong language that we heard from some very bad people. John Brennan. Uh, yeah. and uh, Which was Obama's CIA communist director. And so we need to get rid of people who think like that, especially in an office like the prosecutor office, which is supposed to be impartial. So my biggest fear with Greg Banks as our prosecutor right now is if, uh, let's say, one of us was in trouble, would we be able to get a fair legal representation if our prosecutor knows that we're Trump supporters? Even if the answer is yes, it doesn't look that way. And the perception is that we do not have a fair prosecutor, and I'd like to replace him with somebody who would be fair. Excellent. You know, John Brennan, I don't know if you'd realize it. You should know it because he said it on CNN and MSNBC. John Brennan, Obama's former CIA communist director, went and said they need to put 74 million Trump supporters in re-education camps, in other words, FEMA concentration camps, and he went on to say 20 million of them could not be rehabilitated over their mental problems from Trumpism, and they would have to be exterminated. Do you know that? Yeah, 20 I heard something million. Like that. that is the kind of outrageous thinking and speaking that has no place in politics in the United States of America. And if you do think that way, you don't belong in office. So, no. Greg Banks, please resign. If you don't, we'll find someone to run against you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious. We're talking about people that literally want to put conservatives in a concentration camp. Others that want to kill them. I'm not joking. Just look at the transcripts from CNN and MSNBC. I have them. Richard, this is crazy. It is. Part of the reason that I am trying to get more conservatives to get involved in the politics and definitely more Christian conservatives to get involved in politics is because right now we are taking a little bit of a tilt towards the deranged 
We are not thinking clearly. We don't have people who are able to control either their mouths or their tempers, or we have people who are honestly, truly believe that they need to exterminate anyone who disagrees with them. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I've written an article years ago, Germany all over again. When Hitler started taking over, well, like you're seeing right now in the Democratic Party, Christians could have stopped him. They didn't have to move into full-blown Nazism and lose their constitutional rights and eventually come under total tyranny. They could have stopped him. They did not. We can stop this if we rise up now as Christians and come back to what is sanity. But if not, we are going to lose America and it's going to be Germany all over again. What are the greatest problems facing Washington and Island County right now? I'll take that one step at a time. So Washington, I think the greatest problem that we're facing is the homelessness crisis that's going out of control, largely due to democratic policies that are not just bad socially, but they're also really bad for the economy. We've seen that with 100 days of Biden. Yeah. It did not take long for us to become the most wealthiest nation in the world. Everything's going great. And now uh, you can't afford a two by four. It is really it, the inflation's getting out of control. So the greatest problem in Washington is our homelessness crisis. Obviously, the drug epidemic is getting worse. We have leadership failures all across the board. We have an attorney general that does not seem to care that crime is going out of control. We have leaders and mayors and a governor that does not seem to want to get crime under control. In fact, they're making it easier and easier for you to be a criminal. And they are tying the hands of our police. That's Another right. problem, we are not treating our police correctly. I just read the other day about 20% of the Seattle Police Department is now gone. That's right. There is no criminal organization in the world that could have removed 20% of our police officers in Seattle. But the Democrat policies did it. So we need to make sure that we are treating our police right and that we tell our children at a young age and we tell everyone that we do need our police. They are not all evil. There's a few bad apples there. There's a few bad apples in the military. There's a few bad apples everywhere. everywhere. But we absolutely need our police. So that's another big problem that we're having. Another problem is they are now beginning to start taxing us into oblivion. They're not even telling anyone about it. We've now got a tax that's coming into place where you are going to be forced to pay into your future retirement home. You're going to be paying tens of thousands of dollars over the course of your life. And if you move out of Washington, you get nothing. Wow. You get 36000 back. So that's about a year of being covered in a retirement home. So that's going to be forced on you. It's basically a new social security that they're putting on you that is way less effective than social security. We have an income tax coming in. They call it a corporate tax. The goal of this income tax they're trying to bring now is not so much that they want to build a huge tax on you. They want to take it to the Supreme Court because our constitution says that income taxes are not allowed. Sure. So what they want to do is they want to take it to the Washington Supreme Court that tilts very far to the left and say, well, we called it a you know, corporate tax. Oh, okay, that's fine. And that's how they get you your income tax. And then they can raise it once they make it legal. Right. So those are the biggest problems facing Washington state right now. Island County has a little bit of a good old boy system. We've got some Republicans and quite a few Democrats that are working to basically just take care of each other. They're not as focused as they should be on the county. Now, with that said, we've got a few great people in our county. We've got a good sheriff, uh, Rick Felici. Uh, Jill Johnson is one of our commissioners. She's doing fine. And then we just recently appointed Bernie Upchurch as our assessor. I think he's going to do well. But the rest of them, we, we got some work to do. And then Sheila Kreider is a good auditor. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we've got some work to do. <laughs> Why is the Republican Party the solution to those problems? Well, the reason the Republican Party is the solution to those problems is because the Republican Party right now is the party that is standing up for you. They're the party that says that you should have individual freedom, that you should not be forced to take a vaccine that you don't want to take. You should not be forced to wear a mask everywhere you go. You should not be forced to teach your kids something that you don't believe in. 
To make it short, the Republican Party is now, and this could change in 50 years, but right now the Republican Party is the party of freedom and personal choice. And we need to support the party of freedom and personal choice. And they are also the party of fiscal responsibility. I'm not going to lie to you and say the Republican Party is perfect. It's not. We got our problems, which is why we need people to get involved, good Christians to get involved, because you can make the Republican Party even better. That's why we need you. Yeah. The Republican Party is for small government. In other words, to place the responsibility on we, the people. They don't want to control our lives. They don't want to move you into communism and socialism. They want you to have the right for life, liberty, and property. In other words, Christian values, Judeo values and beliefs. That's what we're really talking about. Absolutely. As you know, as you watch this program all the time, and I have all types of leaders on here, doctors and attorneys and everything else, and you know this COVID nonsense is not dangerous as they say. You know it. You know, again, from the people I've had on, the doctors, the professionals, that in 2018, a hundred and it was 18 or something, people died of the flu vaccine. But now in four months, over 3,000 have died from an experimental vaccine for COVID. Ladies and gentlemen, the death rate is so astronomical on this vaccine, but the fatality rate is so small when over 99% survive. Nobody can understand it, no professional. In fact, there's a lot of professionals speaking out and saying, this is wrong, this is nonsense. They're even saying, don't take the vaccine. Richard? I am very much concerned with the way uh, Washington State and government is telling us how we need to do things. You know, no matter what you believe about the COVID-19 pandemic, whether you're worried about it or not, government should not be telling you what you can and cannot do. They should not be telling businesses that they must have their people wear masks or they must follow these guidelines. They can only have this many people in their location. That's not America. That's not freedom. You know, America's had pandemics before, but never before have we taken the freedoms from every single American away because we wanted to be safe. We have very smart business leaders out there. They can run their business the way they see fit. And then if you feel like you're in danger, you still have the freedom to stay home. You have the freedom to wear a mask if you so choose. And that's what America stands for. But we don't force other people to do it. Again, professionals have said you, there's creating more harm when you wear a mask and suck in your own air. And it doesn't prevent what they're saying it does for contamination. Ladies and gentlemen, these are lies they're telling you. Flat out lies all over the world. COVID is so far down on the list of people that have died for diseases and things like this. But now they want to use that to control the world. And that's what they want to use it to control the world. If you believe in the Bible, you know what the book of Revelation talks about. One world government control. So we got to be very careful what is going on. Why is the Republican Party the solution? Because we are the party that is going to bring back freedom to the folks. If you look at Republican controlled states like Florida and Texas, it's almost a different world now than it is in Washington. Totally. You are able to walk freely without a mask. And Texas reported, I think, zero deaths ever since they reopened. We haven't reported that. I've so, had a lot of friends that have moved out of this state and even to Idaho for freedom. For freedom. The blue states and the red states are becoming different worlds. And I want every state in the United States to be a state of freedom. And the Republican Party is going to push that. What can we as citizens do to fix what is going on and help the right of people get elected? So to help the right people get elected, what you can do is get involved in your local party. Whatever county you live in or whatever state you live in, find out what your local party is. Get involved. Volunteer to become a precinct committee officer, or they call them precinct captains in other states. You can actually have an influence over what your party does. 
So there's a lot of people who think, well, my local party's just a little bit too moderate. They're too blue. They just roll with the punches. Well, then take it over. That's yes. something we actually did in Island County. We had some people who were in control of Island County, although they're good people. They're very smart, but they weren't going the direction that we wanted to go, or at least not as fast as we wanted to go. So a bunch of people got elected as PCOs, and we actually took over the Island County Republican Party. Now we've got young blood, new blood everywhere. We've got a new chair, new vice chair, new state committee man, new state committee woman, and we are actually, we've grown the party significantly since then. Wow. So I recommend you do that. So Richard, what drew you into politics and what is your experience with it? So I was always interested in politics, even when I was young. My first political experience was in college when I was in Virginia. I started the College Republicans in the Northern Virginia Community College. After I did that and, and helped George W. Bush get reelected in 2004, I worked for a guy named Jerry Kilgore, who's running for governor in 2005. Unfortunately, he didn't win. He lost to their current Senator Tim Kaine. Then I joined the Navy. Oh. So then I had to get out of politics due to the Hatch Act. Uh, you know, you're not allowed to, you can vote, you can donate. Other than that, you can't do anything. So when I got out of the Navy, I became really concerned about what was going on. You know, what, what kind of state my children were going to live in. I have six kids. Wow. I want to make sure that they have, uh, you know, safe schools. I want to make sure that they're being taught actual math, English, history, writing. And let's throw science in there. He is very biblical. Be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> yeah, I did that. I did. Um, <laughs> um, I worry about them. I worry about what kind of state they're going to grow up in. Yeah. I mean, we see people who are just flying out of the state, and I don't want to see that. I want to no. see Washington State become a place of freedom again. You bet. And I've got five kids, four daughters, one boy, one son. So uh, be fruitful and multiply. I got that one down. I think we're good. Yeah. Richard. I I did. Uh, we're on the same page. <laughs> okay. What can Christians do to have a greater influence over public policy on the local level? Christians, very specifically, you need to be involved in your local parties. And Christians need to start running for office. Don't just yeah, totally. depend on somebody else or support somebody else, which you should if they're good. But Christians need to start running for office. Start taking it over. Start taking these offices. You don't need to depend on someone else to do it for you. I gave a speech one time at a free Washington event in Cedro Woolley back when the mass mandates were going on and we wanted to be in freedom. And so I gave a speech at this church and I told everyone there, make sure that you actually get involved in your party. Because if you don't, what you are hoping for is that someone dumber than you is going to fix all these problems. <laughs> don't wait for someone. Do it yourself. Come join us. Learn what you can. Run for office and take over and we will take this country back. Excellent. Ideally, what would you like to see done in the country and on the state level to get us back on track? I think uh, getting us back on track, one, we need to uh, elect decent conservatives to the highest offices. We need the Republicans to retake the House and Senate. It's absolutely critical. Totally, we can't give totally. uh, Joe Biden a blank check no. because they are spending trillions in record time. Truly, it is record time. It's never been done before. Yeah, we've never seen run by executive committee as far as his executive orders that he's never has this been done. No. So we are entering new and very scary ground. One thing that I would like to see on the state level in 2022 coming up, we've got a couple of Senate races that are up for re-election. All we need to do is flip four. Okay. If we flip four and we have four targets, and I would like everyone to get involved in those targets, and I'll let you know who they are. We flip four seats. The Republicans control the Senate, and we can stop all the silliness that's going on. Wow. We can actually put a check on Jay Inslee. Wow. The reason that he's getting a pass is because the Senate and the House are very, very Democrat, so they don't feel the need to check him. Wow. If there was a Senate saying, no, you don't get to do that anymore, his gubernatorial dictatorship is over. Good. Um, so we want to focus heavily on the Senate. If we can take the House, too, that would be amazing. We need to flip nine seats there, but that's not impossible. 
Washington can be a red state. We need to start reaching out to people in King County. That is where we are losing the state. I'll tell you, though, the people of King County have suffered the most in Washington. You've seen it in Seattle. You've seen it on the streets of all over King that people are suffering. We need new ideas, fresh ideas, and good leadership to bring the state back. What does success look like? Success looks like we start enforcing the law again. Success looks like we have the rule of law again. Success looks like our legislature, not our governor, makes law. Success looks like the government is answerable to the people again. And we go back to our pre-pandemic lives and stop freaking out over every possible way that we could die. We need to live our lives. Don't be afraid of how you're going to die. It's going to happen someday, I'm sorry to say. But live your life. Don't let government make you afraid to live your life. Are you considering running for office? I have entertained the idea. We are looking at a couple of offices in 2022 in Island County. I will let you know. And as soon as I make that decision, you'll be the first person I tell other than my wife. When he makes that decision, I'll be having him back. Closing comments. What I would encourage everyone to do, no matter where you are, get involved with your local party. If you aren't impressed with your local Republican leadership, that's okay. Change it. Own it. Take it over, which you can do. Become precinct committee officers. Find candidates you support. Donate to them. Spend some time helping with their campaign. Go to sign-waving events. Everything helps and spread the message that they're there. And most importantly, get out there and vote. Many people have been disenfranchised from voting because of what happened in the 2020 election. Don't be. That is what they are hoping will happen. God bless you. Again, you have been watching and listening to The Warning Radio Television. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.